Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. to me and it divided unto them is living yeah see not many days after the younger son got it all together and took his journey to a foreign country and they wasted his substance on routes living oh yeah and he spent everything oh, So you must be quick to believe Be quick to obey You must be quick to change your mind You must be quick to hear You must be quick to receive Be quick to understand You must be quick Humble yourself Be quick to heal yourself Famine, yeah, and he began to be one, and he joined himself to a citizen of that country. Yes, he did. He sent him into his field to feed the swine, and he walked out through his valley with the hearts that the swine did eat, and no. No man gets away. Oh, you must be quick to believe. Oh, yeah. Quick to obey. Oh, yeah. You must be quick to change your mind. You must be quick to hear. You must be quick to receive. Quick to understand. You must be quick. Humble yourself. Oh, 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 oh. You must be quick. 
many high servants of my father's house have bread enough to eat and bread enough to spare, and I perish, I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. Say, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called your son. Make me one of thy servants. You must be quick to believe, oh yeah. quick to obey. Oh yeah, you must be quick to change your mind. You must be quick to hear. You must be quick to receive. Oh, quick to understand. You must be quick and for yourself. Be quick to yield yourself. Yeah. Quick. Be quick. And he rose and came to his father. But when he was a great world, his father saw him. And he had compassion and ran and fell on him. And he kissed him. And this is what he said. Bring for the rope and put it on. Put a ring on his finger and get some shoes. Oh, oh. Bring the fine calf, let's kill and eat and let us be merry. For my son was dead, he's alive again. He was lost, but now he's found. So you must be quick to believe, be quick to obey. You must be quick to change your mind. You must be quick to hear. You must be quick to receive.
put your hands together for harmony. There's excitement in a certain part of the room. Now listen to me. Beautiful, beautiful. You are making the atmosphere nice. Now listen to me. Our final song tonight before the word of God comes is a congregational song. Now let me explain to you what that means because every week we will have a congregational song. One of the aims of having these concert services is that we will know these songs, we will sing these songs, we will use these songs. Some of you, when you are feeling low, use some Amachi Dede, Dasibre Jamina, Nana Tufo. That's what you use to try and comfort yourself. <laughs> but we are going to learn to sing these first love songs. So that through the changing scenes of your life, you will have a song for every situation. You will have a song that you can sing for every situation. We are blessed. We are blessed to be in a church where we have our own songs. So, tonight... To help us along with our congregational song, I want to invite back all the singers and the groups who have ministered to us tonight to join me here on the stage. And one of them is going to lead us, teach us the chorus, and then we will all sing the song together. So clap your hands for them as they all come back on stage. to learn the song so they are going to teach us the chorus alright and then they will take the song from the top alright hallelujah so today we are all singing sorry now I want to teach you something small before we start you know one of our traditions in the UD is when there's a nice cool song that we are enjoying we turn on the torches on our phones like I've done you see and you just wave it don't worry the lighting people give you effects and we just wave it beautiful so as we sing the song and it's entry you just and just wave it like that nicely beautiful you people are enjoying the thing pa clap your hands to the Lord hallelujah so we are going to sing the Lord thy God in the midst oh you, see, you know the song already he is a man he will say, He will rejoice over thee. God in the midst of thee. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee. We'll sing. And we sing right by my side. Right. 
Lord. Your presence, that is what I need. Oh, 
clap your hands. And truly, it's not just a song to enjoy, but it is speaking to us. It is speaking to you that the Lord, your God, He is in the midst of us. Some serve a God, they have to go on a pilgrimage to experience and they come back to their normal life. But our God is in the midst of us. He's here. And that God is standing right by your side. Tomorrow when you are in the church hall, he's right by your side. On Monday when you are in the classroom, he's right by your side. In the office, as you are working in the office, typing and he's right by your side. That's the type of God we are serving. And this is Zephaniah 3, 17. The Lord, your God, in the midst of thee is mighty aren't you excited you are serving a God who is mighty he's mighty he will say he will rejoice over thee with joy lift your hands and sing it again for the last time everyone lift your hands the Lord that God in the midst of thee is a mighty God. He will stand. He will rejoice over thee with joy. God in the midst of thee, He will rest in His love. He will joy over thee
pray. Father, we've come before your presence. Oh yes, we've enjoyed your presence. We've enjoyed good music. Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Thank you for a free donation of your presence. You've given your presence to us freely. And it's healing someone. It's blessing someone. Delivering someone. We know our lives are transformed already. Thank you for this awesome time in your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, we've already been preached to, as Bishop Kobe said earlier. The songs, Ephesians chapter 5, 18, I think. Nineteen. Speaking to yourselves. So this evening, I am not the first to be speaking to you. Every singer that stood here also spoke to you. When someone is singing a song, the person is speaking to you. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's why we've entered the season of concerts to deliver to you a dose of the spirit coming through a song. And I want to welcome those online. I'm sure you've had a wonderful time enjoying the beautiful let's clap our hands also for the choirs the soloists the instrumentalists let's appreciate Bishop Kobe as well yes the man of the house whose dexterity combines and mixes up all the giftings and abilities to produce something you and I can enjoy. That's a blessing right there. And uh, I want to say that we are going to enjoy more. This is just the beginning. Yeah, everything when it starts, it starts small. But as it builds up, you will know that you are in the presence of the Lord. And that the Lord, your God in the midst of you is truly mighty. So, Father, we thank you for the music. Thank you for the singers. Thank you for the amazing dancing stars. Thank you for the awesome presence. Thank you. Thank you for what oh, you are yes. doing. Yes, Lord. And we say, Lord, prepare us oh, yes. for the increase that is coming our way. Amen. For the great, great harvest of souls. Amen. That will be brought in here. The ingathering oh. of souls. Thank you for that time. And that blessing yes. which we shall, see, uh, we shall see. We shall see. And experience. Amen. And enjoy. Amen. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Glory to God. Well. 
so that was there to say that I am also adding to the many speakings we are, and I like the congregational part where we all rise up and sing. Yes, yes. And I want to tell you that don't, you know, have the ability. It's called discretion or also judgment. I'm speaking now to individuals. Have the ability to disconnect yourself from a human being sitting by you whose presence does not encourage you to suck in the presence of God. Yes. Not everybody seated here is interested in God. I can tell you for sure. Even if we were all pastors here, not everyone will be interested in God. Not everyone here in this large crowd is a sheep. Some are goats. And as they sit there, there's a spiritual rope around their necks. They were literally dragged here and they are not happy to be here. Some of them will never come here again. Because God has not chosen them. Jesus said, no man can come to me except the Father draws him. So don't overbear on anyone. Don't overexert pressure. Some people are not supposed to be here. That is why God's word says God is able to save with a few. He is also able to save with much. I'm just saying that when you are, when you, I hope that you, as for you, God has chosen you and has called you. If you feel chosen and called by God, to come into his presence, then understand that somebody around you may have a negative influence on you. And sometimes you must even remove yourself from that environment. Just sit somewhere where there's ex- I mean, if I was in this church, I'll be sitting with the dancing stars and enjoying Because one of the characteristics of God's presence. It's joy. Joy. Just joy. So when, when, you are, when you are consumed by melancholy, you are not a good companion. This morning we prayed about being a good companion. Yes. So, so, so please note it. Note it. As when you are in, and, and I, I, I hope I'm speaking to the few of you who should be in God's presence. Like Esther told Mordecai, I cannot go into the king's presence without the king stretching his scepter towards me. 
I thank God for those the king has stretched his scepter towards tonight. And in case there's any accursed person over whose lives the scepter has not been stretched, depart from the person's presence. It will not help you. Because our last hope is the presence of God. When the lecturers have failed us. When the educational institutions have failed us. And the politicians must not be commented on. The only hope we have is God and his presence. Maybe you have a shrine you visit once a year. But as for me, I have nothing else apart from the presence of God. So when I'm coming here, I arrange myself. Everything I have is put into my being here. I'm here with everything. I've not left any part of me with some friends in some betting parlor, in a nightclub, in a roadside bar. No, everything of mine is here. And I will not allow you to distract me. No. That is why in Southern Africa, when you go to church, there is something they've written, right of admittance reserved. That is, we reserve the right to admit you. We can say to somebody here, out, just go out. Yes, just get out of the place. So, so if you are sitting here and you don't, you're not enjoying this place, you can go and wait at the, at the car. Because as for us, we are happy. Yes, We are enjoying. This is our place. Yes, if you are in front and you are not happy, to the back. If you are at the back and you are not happy, to the outside. If you are outside, you are not happy, to the town. Clap your hands for Jesus. Well, well, tonight, if you remember, I've been teaching, you maybe see the glory of God. I've been preaching from this beautiful masterpiece. If you love the Lord. I want you to go to, you to, go to the podcast and enjoy the few messages I have taught from this book. Because the truth is that the most important and the greatest commandment is to love the Lord. Jesus was asked that among the many commandments, which of them is the greatest? And, 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 and I thought Jesus would say all of the commandments are important depending on the time. Every commandment is what? Important. But he didn't say that. When this question was put to him, which is the great command? In fact, if you go to the New Living Translation, or let's see what it's in. Yes, that's it. That's more preferable. Which is the most important? There are many, 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 many commandments. Don't murder, don't steal, don't kill, don't lie. Don't do this, don't do that. Don't uncover your sister's nakedness and all the things. 
which of them is the most important commandment? And I was thinking that Jesus would say, every commandment from God is important. All are of equal importance. But Jesus said, in verse 37, you must, the most important, the greatest is that you must love the Lord your God with all your hearts and all your soul and all your mind and he even went as far as saying that the second is like the first the second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself but even though it is like the first it is still second it's not the first so there are never mixed things together i was telling the church on sunday last week sunday don't 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 mix things together there are differences the money you have the notes they are all not the same yes a tenth of those notes belongs to God. A tenth. Don't mix the days up. There's a Sabbath. If you confuse things, don't mix the human beings in your life together. Don't mix your school teacher with your mother. Your mother, your, your mother, your mother is at the level of God. Your father is at a sense high. I mean, God actually needs your mother and your father for it to be well with you. Think about it. For you to live long, God said, go home and honor your mother. That is where your longevity is. Wow. So, so don't mix, don't add your mother to your wife. Otherwise, you are going to have a big problem. And a lot of the problems we have in life are all because we, we, we have confused entities. Some of you cannot tell school days with vacation. Yes. It's, it's mixed up in your head. And many other things I cannot continue. Now, tonight, I am continuing to teach you how to love God. Because it's the number one. Uh Uh-huh, it's the number one. It's a very big one. Now, it's, it's perhaps the shortest chapter in this beautiful And powerful book, perhaps. Perhaps. Now, today, the title of the message is, If You Love the Lord, You Will Love His Messengers. If You Love the Lord, just in case today is your first time, let me just pleasure your ears with a few of the titles 
and the topics I've taught from. That if you love the Lord, you will love the brethren. If you love the Lord, you will love his house. If you love the Lord, you will have feelings for him. If you love the Lord, you will love his word. And today, I'm talking about, if you love the Lord, you will love his messengers. So, so right there, before I even take my first step, I want to ask you to look at my face. And those online, look at my face because I have something to tell you. In the kingdom of God, there is a group of people who are very special. And they are called the messengers of God. Now, they are not some angels who have been dropped from above. They are human beings just like you and I. That is why I need you to listen to me. Because one of your goals in life as a Christian should be to be a messenger one day. Desire. To be a messenger because it looks like it is, it, is not, it is not an ordinary thing. A messenger of God is not one of the congregational members. The importance of a messenger. A messenger is anybody who is sent by God to your life. It's very special. So if God has two people, one is the messenger and the other is the one receiving the message, the messenger is more important to God than the one receiving the message. Now, the, 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 the spiritual cycle is that you begin your work with God by receiving messages. But there must be a time that you must also be a giver of messages to others. I'll take it again. I see some new converts there. You start your Christian life by receiving messages from God because God sends he, he, he has to send people he himself cannot arrive he himself cannot arrive everything he will do in your life will be through a messenger even if the messenger is an angel God uses agents. One of the agents is the human beings sitting amongst us who after having received 
messages, preachings, teachings in church. Two years, three years. A time comes in Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 12 where you must also be a messenger or a teacher. So much that until you become a messenger, you are deemed not to be mature. Until you are a messenger, you are not a mature person. And an immature Christian has got many problems. One of which is that you are not very different from an unbeliever. For when? For the time you ought to be teachers. You have need that one teach you again. And now become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. So anybody who is taught you only attend church. Like this evening, I see many people here receiving the teaching. Some are writing notes. But some of those who are receiving are going to teach someone. Now, those are the messengers. And God is very particular about how you receive his messengers. Because they are very important. In Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15, he says, I will give you pastors after my heart. After my heart. Who will feed you? So when you see a pastor, he is representing God. And I'm now saying that you too have an aim to represent God one day. Have an aim. I am close to my 40th year in Christ. For over 10 to 12 years, I was in church receiving teachings. But close to 30 years, I have been a teacher, a messenger. May you be someone God can send to another Christian. Once you assume that position, you become very important to God. So much that we, we use how messengers are treated as a measure of the person's love for God. In John 16 verse 27, the Bible says, For the father himself loveth you. Because you have loved me. And have believed that I came out from God. Maybe you don't understand it. This is Jesus speaking. He says to this brother. But brother, can you please stand up? 
Jesus says that the father loves you because you have loved me. God loves you because you have loved Jesus. So, God will relate with you based on how you relate with the people he sends to you. And I want you to listen. If you love the Lord, you will love the one whom the Lord sends. And I think I want to say it again in another way. How many of you love God? How many of you love God? Now, if you are here and you raise your hand that you love God, I want to tell you that your relationship with God can never exist without a messenger. In fact, God will present himself to you. The title of this book is, If You Love the Lord. Then listen to what I'm about to say. If you love God, then understand that that God, you see, I heard a story, I don't know whether it's true or not, but I'm sure some of you have heard it that. In fact, somebody pointed to one of my teachers in school and said he was in that same problem. That the teacher, my teacher, my lecturer, married a woman who was a twin. And the story we heard was that twins go together. I don't know how you, you will understand it. So when you think you are marrying a twin, what you may not know is that before you know, the other sister has also come to add herself. Yes. I don't know if it is true. But somebody told me about my lecturer that he was married to two women who were twins. There are some men, if you marry that man, it means that you have also married his mother. Not all men. They come together. I mean, to t- and, 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 and marriage generally, to think that you have found a master bond and you have married master bond to the exclusion of his parents means you don't understand relationships. You can have major problems by relating with a man, marrying a man and cutting off his parents. 
or marrying a woman and cutting off her parents. I'm saying that certain things go together. When you talk about God in your life, you must never forget that there is nothing like God without a messenger. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There is nothing like that. He's always sending someone. God so loved the world, John 3.16, that he sent. So Jesus is a representation of God. Now, Jesus is not the only representation of God. Your pastor is also a representation of God. Your basenta leader is a representation of God. Now, it's very important that you understand this. I've said two things. And I want to just recap because I'm just ending. One of them is that desire and make it your vision and your goal as a Christian to be God's messenger. It is higher than anything that is in the kingdom. May God send you one day. God has sent me this evening. When my pastor sent me here, it was God who sent me here. In fact, that is how Aaron was even made a priest. Aaron became a priest because Moses spoke to him. You cannot walk with God without the involvement of your basenta leader. I mean, to, to think, if you are in a basenta, to think, to even have a mind that you are relating with God and you don't need your basenta leader. And I've discovered that that is how some people think. That they, in their minds, once they know God, it's enough. A human vessel is irrelevant. Such people are bankrupt and deficient. If you love the Lord, you will love the one whom the Lord sends. You will love Jesus and you will love his messengers. God was angry with Jerusalem, a city. His own city. If I called the city of God. Why was he angry with Jerusalem? In Matthew 23, 37. You see why he was angry. Because the people of Jerusalem felt that they knew God. But when a human being came to them, they stoned them and they killed him. Their respect was only for God. And, and, and God, is, he said, Jerusalem. And, and he, he, he addressed their problem. And their problem was that they killed the prophets. Be very careful. You cannot walk with God without prophets. Without pastors. You need them. You need that sister 
who is sent by the church to help you grow up as a new convert that if you love the Lord you will love that sister that sister who comes to open the Bible to teach you how to have your quiet time if you love the Lord you will love that sister you will love that brother anybody when, see, when somebody comes to your house ask yourself what is this person doing here has he come from ECG yes is he coming to do extra classes? Has he come from Ghana Water Company? When you rule everything out and you realize that it is because of God this person is in your house, then you must be very careful how you relate with that person. When you love someone, you love the person's wife, children, and family. You can never say that you will love someone when you don't like a person the person loves. I don't know how to preach it. I don't know what. I, 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 am, I, I, am I clear? Yeah. If you love me, and this is my wife, and you say that you don't like her because she is what? It means that you are insulting me that I don't know how to choose a woman. Yes. And there are some of you who flow with Bishop Kobe and don't flow with his wife. Then you don't love Bishop Kobe. That's why I'm saying that we can tell your love for God by your love for his messengers. So what you say is not admissible in court. It is your behavior towards a person, the lady pastor, the shepherd, the basenta leader, your, 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 the leader. Ask yourself, is this person here to collect light bill? Her sister Evelyn come to collect water bill. Why is sister Evelyn in your life? Like if I enter your life, you have to ask yourself, why have I come? Because I could easily be in your life as a teacher. I'm teaching maths. Or I've come to collect some, uh, some money. I'm doing susu. There are many reasons why I can be in your life. Now, when you rule out all the other reasons and you are left with church, then I am a messenger of God in your life. And you must be very careful. Very, very careful. And never think that you and God have a good relationship, but you and the messenger of God don't have a good relationship. And it doesn't matter. You have been ruled out. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. And this is how I'm ending. The NIV. But let's see the King James. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. I'm teaching you today. I'm, I am preaching two messages in one. One message is that desire to be that special messenger God will send. Maybe not today. But have a mind, my brother, in six years time, in two years time, if your prayer should be, Father, send me to somebody to go and teach someone. 
to go and comfort someone, to go and open the Bible and show someone how to read his Bible. Use me. You are a messenger. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. And the other message I'm, I'm preaching tonight, which I'm ending, is that be very careful in your walk with God. You must not make a mistake of excluding his messengers. Be very careful. It is very hard for you to kick against the tongues. You will hurt yourself. Because God is in the midst of his messengers. Yes. That's it. He said, he that receives you, receives me. I mean, you want to receive Jesus? You might as well receive the leader of the new converts. That sister who has been sent. It's amazing that people feel that they are looking for Jesus, but a man doesn't matter. That's the Bible. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So there is the pastor, there's a messenger, there is Jesus, and there is God. Can I have, my dear, can you please come? Can you please come? Can you please come? This is God. This is Jesus. You can't even see the hair. This is Jesus. And this is the messenger. Yes. He says that. Now, this is Jesus speaking. He says that. I'm sending you. I myself, I will never come there. A lot of people who think they have Jesus don't have him. I am sending who? Who is speaking? Jesus. I'm sending you. If you go, embrace her with your stomach. She can't even stand up. If you embrace her, you see what she has done. Is the same as embracing Jesus. Jesus himself will never come to this pregnant woman's room. So if you are in your mind, you know Jesus and this one is useless. What you don't know is that what you are doing to this one is the same as what you are doing to this one.
What does the next verse say? Let's go back. In fact, you see, it's called the law of representation. If you're not intelligent, if your mind, and I've met pastors, reverends, bishops, who are not intelligent, who are not intelligent. The next verse, if you will just stray a little, let's just do some side, just some Bible study. Say, he that receiveth a prophet. So, prophet. Now, this woman, anybody who wears yellow, canary yellow in the church, is a lady pastor. Now, the work she's doing, let's for our teaching call her a prophet. Prophetess, Kati. Zakuta Badaba. Now, this prophetess, I'm coming, I'm not finished with this. This prophetess is serving God. God is up there somewhere. Now, all her work, prophesying, speaking, rebuking, teaching, all the work she is doing, she is going to be to receive something called a prophet's reward. Now, a prophet's reward is for a prophet. I don't. I think that one, even in class two, you'll understand. Yes. So this is the prophet. All your life you've served God. Get your reward. It's yours. Clap your hands for her. If you are not a prophet, you will not get a prophet's reward. Because a prophet's reward is for a prophet. I mean, you don't understand this one too. But God says that if you receive this prophet because you can receive her as your classmate you can receive her as your big sister you can receive her as a medical doctor prescribing medicines for you you can receive her as your big brother's classmate you can receive her as the auntie who used to cook for you when you were a child and you were visiting her big brother many ways but if you eliminate all those things she is and you receive her with the respect and reception of a prophet this reward which is given only to prophets will also be given to you even though you are not a prophet you have never prophesied you have never said that said the Lord all you did was to honor, un, honor a prophet and receive her as a prophet because you, you can receive her as your big brother's former girlfriend I don't think they understand the message I'm preaching. Oh, yeah. 
it's called the law of representation. So I mean, I mean this is how far God, God even takes it. That something he has reserved for only prophets. He, he can actually give it to somebody who has never prophesied just based on how she received the prophet. The law. That when someone represents another, that person is as imp- should be as important to you as the person she is representing. So this woman, this pastor represents Jesus. If you re- take me back to verse 40. Now let's go to NIV. New International Version. He who receives... So, so, so talk to her. I'm sending you. If anybody who receives you has received me, I myself, I'm not coming there. So you go. If she embraces you, she has embraced me. And anyone, watch it, she's standing there. And anyone, how, how do you receive Jesus? You receive Jesus by receiving the one he sends. And once you receive Jesus, you have also received God. So you can tell that this person standing here must be very important because it is on the basis of your relationship with her that you will have relationships with Jesus. Your attitude towards God's messengers reveals your love for God. A real God lover is very tender and soft towards God's messengers. As soon as a God lover hears that a servant of God is at his door, his attitude will be welcoming and loving. His welcoming attitude reveals his love for God. Because most of the time, the real God you love will never appear. Isaiah chapter 15 verse 45. 45-15 describes God, this God, this Opemu, as a God who hides. 45-15. He hides himself. He hides. But even though he hides, he has presented this, your former classmate, as someone, if you can relate with her, you have got God. In your life. Today. I want you. To have special respect. For pastors. For church leaders. They represent God. That is why. We set time apart. To even honor our prophets. Because he represents God in our lives. 
If God was on earth, he would have built us what our prophet has built us. Watch out for your attitude towards God's servants. No matter the denomination they belong to, you must treat God's servants with utmost respect, love, and care. The love and care you show for God's servants reveals the tenderness, love, and affection you have for Almighty God. Do not ever claim that you love God when you do not love his servants. Be very careful. Don't be caught sitting somewhere discussing God's servant. Especially when he is someone who ministers to you. Even God's servant who doesn't preach to you and is preaching to somebody in some far country is God's servant. Be very careful. Sometimes one of the biggest problems you can have is to find a man of God in a problem. Because then your temptation, the evil in you will rise. Yes. You find a man of God who has a problem. And once you begin to discuss him, then your curses are multiplying. Your problems are coming up. Because God will ask you, Are you the one who chose him? You see, the Bible says, this one is extra classes. You didn't pay for this. Let me give you an an important scripture. A very important scripture. Turn your Bibles. This one is just, it's just, it's just a gift. It's a takeaway. Turn your Bibles to Romans 14. Romans 14. Verse 1. Him that is weak in the faith. Romans 14.1 Him that is weak in the faith. Receive ye, but not to doubtful disputation. But I think there's something I wanted to teach there, but I, I, I want to jump it. So let's go to verse 4. Who art thou? That judges another man's servant. To his own master, he standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holding up. For God is able to make him stand. 
I, 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 I'm struggling with the translations. But let's look at New Living Translation. The New Living Translation. Who are you to condemn someone else's servant? Their own master will judge whether they stand or fall. And with the Lord's help, they will stand and receive his approval. Say, with the Lord's help. Now, what I want to teach you is that nobody stands or falls before you. Can I, can I have the New Living Translation? Uh, th- this is a teaching on pastors. A pastor, wave, pastor, wave. This pastor was not called by this brother. Jesus who was sent by God, called him. There is no, well, well, unless you have gone to hire somebody and you are paying him to pray for you. But a pastor has not been called by a man. The Bible says, the King James Version says that to his own master say his own master so that is the pastor Pastor Abebrese he's in King Tampo he has done I don't know what the problem he has going to have and he, he, he has a problem in King Tampo but the question you have to ask yourself is that are you his master? It's, it's a question. Are you his master? Did you call him? Now, if you are not his master, then it means that he can never stand or fall in your eyes. If this pastor has fallen in your eyes, then you have taken on somebody's responsibility. You've taken somebody's responsibility. Be very careful what you use your mouth to say about a pastor. A servant. You see, Bishop told a story of a brother who came to stay with him for months. And towards the end of the brother's stay in his house, the brother made a comment, a negative comment about his house help. A gentleman who was in his house, I don't know what he was doing for him. He said, when the brother made that comment, his, his liking, his respect, 
his affection for him dropped because he doesn't know what the servant does for him. You cannot come to my house and rebuke my servant in front of me. You have no idea what our relationship is. So Moses came and told them that nobody should marry an Egyptian. And then he, Moses, went and married an Egyptian. Aaron and Miriam were having discussions about the wife Moses had gone to have. Miriam instantly was struck with leprosy. Because, 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 if Moses has gone to marry an Egyptian, and it is against the law of God, it means that Moses has fallen also. But Moses cannot fall before you. You are not the one to discuss. Moses falls or stands before God. So many people have got major problems in their lives because they have passed judgment on pastors that they have no business. So when you hear about a pastor's problems, just breathe in and out and look for cartoons to watch. As you live as a Christian, you are going to hear problems. You are going to hear stories about this pastor, about that pastor. Be, be, be very careful. Be very, very, very careful. It says, to his own master. So if you can prove that you are the master of that pastor, then that one, he can fall before you. He can fall before you. But if you are not the master of that pastor, then you have brought a curse into your family. You have brought leprosy. You have brought a problem to your children. Today, how many of you love God? That's the message. The message is that there is somebody called a messenger of God. Say after me, God uses messengers. I can't hear you. are a large crowd here. Say, God uses messengers. God uses messengers. And from today, and from today I, will be very careful I will be very careful how I relate, how I relate with, the with the messengers of God. Say, Father, help me, Father, help me to, receive the messengers, to receive the messengers, to honor the messengers. To honor the messengers. Because if I honor the messenger, because if I honor the messenger, I have honored you. I have honored you. And I have honored the God. And I have honored the God. Who sent you. Who sent you. Father. Father. In heaven. In heaven. I thank you. I thank you. For sending Jesus. For sending Jesus. I also thank you. I also thank you. For sending men. For sending men. And women. And women. 
pastors, shepherds, leaders, agents into my life. From today, I will honor your servants. I will honor your messengers. Because that is how. Say, that is how. I will relate with you. Say, I will never see you. Say to God, I can only pray to you. I can only pray to you. I can't see you. I can't see you. But the messengers I see. But the messengers I see. I will not stone them. I will not stone them. I will encourage them. I will encourage them. I will rather support them. I will rather support them. As I support them, I support them. I am supporting you. I am supporting As I receive them, I receive I am receiving you. Say from today, from today, I will not fight. I will not fight the men, the men and the women and the women you are using. You are using. I love you. I love you. So I will love your messengers. So I will love your messengers. Stand to your feet. Oh, what a way. What a way. What a way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What a way. I want you to lift your hands. You and I must know that this is our lives in church. Yes. Lift your hands now. Oh, and pray that you will learn to honor the servants of God. Yes, that I will learn mm. to honor the servants you have sent, O oh God. Pray that you will love the servants of God. That I will love the servant you have sent, O God. That I will love and honor those who have sent, O God. Listen. One person I pity is this woman and this woman and this woman not this one this woman I really pity them they are pastors you are a pastor yes this was a pastor this is a pastor I pity them because they are also married to pastors and that pastor It's a husband to them. Oh, you don't you don't get the point I'm making. It's a, it's a what? It's a husband to them. So they must wait on God for the wisdom to separate the man of God from the husband. Yeah, because based on how they treat that man of God, pastor. They can have a problem. You see, I just talked about Miriam. Who had leprosy. Miriam was a relative of Moses. So when you are a relative or you are brought very close, you can easily feel that you have power. Like you can talk in a certain way. So this problem I'm talking about Also was experienced by another woman. Who was the wife of David. 
you see, a wife like the wife, you can easily be rebuking your husband, and before you know, you are going to rebuke a man of God. Because there's a man of God part and there's a husband part. So her husband was dancing. They are going to bring an ark. Because the man is her husband. And if your husband is disgracing himself, a wife must make a comment. But you have to ask yourself, how was he disgracing himself? Was he playing dummy? Was he driving a car? In this case, David was dancing before the ark of God. And Michael, Michael called him and said, come, come. You know, a lot of husbands are like schoolboys in the home. But why were you dancing like that? What is this? At a point when you got to the gate, the main gate, I saw that your trousers even fell. And then you wore it again. I saw it. You have exposed your underwear and your panties and your whatever. And there were girls. These girls who are there are the ones who serve me. They are my girls. So as you are misbehaving, what you don't know is that you are bringing disgrace to me, your wife. If you don't care, I care. I care. Sana. The man standing in front of her was no longer her husband but was actually a prophet of God dancing before the Lord. The Bible says from that day till she died her womb never saw an embryo. That's why it is me I've not found any church where pastors are freely relating with members like Lighthouse. This is, the, this is the only church I know. And I've been in church for a lot of pastors. You, you can't even have his number. And if you have his number, to text the pastor, you must be out of your mind. How did you even get the number? Who gave it to you? And what be, is he your friend? But in Lighthouse, anybody can just send a text. And it makes people, a lot of people I have brought close to me, very close. I have noticed that they have failed to honor me. I've, I've noticed it. So I just look at them. I say, they don't understand what they are doing. You just leave them to their devices. But what will happen is that, whether you like it or not, somehow, one day, by your work in the church or a skill you have or something, you'll, be, you'll find yourself in the pastor's palace. You'll find yourself in the pastor's office. Whether you like it or not, you, you'll be there. You must be very careful. That messenger at a point 
you, you don't know whether he is God or he's a man. You, you don't know. It's, it's like he's just changing before you. Because you can rebuke your husband and nothing like Because he's your husband. Because if he's disgracing himself, it, it, that disgrace also affects you. you. You have a right to speak. But not when it is in the, in the, in the discharge of his duties as a prophet. Learn to step aside. Learn not to have an opinion. Today I'm calling on you. Respect your Basenta leader. Receive him because that may be all you will get from God. As I have already given you Isaiah 45 15 as a gift that he hides. The God of Israel. He's not standing as some runabout or some dancing, some cocoonte sellers, uh, whatever. He is in hiding. You, you, Kai, to see God, to see God. So he sends messengers. He sends messengers. Elisha sent a messenger to Gehazi, uh, to Naaman. Naaman couldn't handle it. Many of you are Naamans with leprosy, but you don't respect messengers. And you are dying with your leprosy. Lift your two hands. And we are praying now a simple prayer that I, as a child of the kingdom, I'm in church, as a child of church, this the kingdom church father help me to respect pastors yes whether he's my friend my former boyfriend my husband my neighbor whether he, he, he eats with me whatever lord help me not to be confused Kai, 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 Kai. Lift your hands and pray. Help me, Lord. Help me not to be confused. Maya, 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 Maya. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you are here today, came to church you are not born again you want to say pastor pray for me today I want to have a personal relationship with Jesus I want to be born again I want to know Jesus personally pastor please I can't go home without a prayer every head bowed and every eye closed if you are here and you want me to pray with you wherever you are just lift your hand yes that's your day lift it high Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. Lift your hand high above your head. Above. Yes, I see your hand. Lift it high. Let it come up high. If you are even only one person, Jesus will still have come to die. Lift it high. Lift your hand high. 
Pastor, I need Jesus. Pastor, pray for me. I see your hand. I see your hand. I need Jesus. If your hand is up, if you have raised your hand and you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus, then come to the front here with me. Come. Come. Come here. Come here. Come. Come on to Jesus. Come. Come Come. Keep clapping your hands. we are doing this quickly come and join and clear that area of your life that prayer will settle every debate and every confusion if you are not sure where you would be if you are to die right now I want you to come I'm going to pray I'm about to pray come and let us pray so that your life will be saved lift up your two hands everyone and let's pray God bless you. Say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for my salvation. Today. Today. I'm taking a special step. I'm taking a special step. To know you, Jesus. To know you, Jesus. To be closer to you, Jesus. To be closer to you, Jesus. To receive you into my life. To receive you into my life. As my savior. As my savior. As my master. As my master. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For sending Jesus. For sending Jesus. To die for my sins. To die for my sins. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. I declare. I declare. That I am born again. That I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. I know. I know. I've sinned. I've sinned. Many sins. Many sins. So today. So today. I ask you, Heavenly Father. I ask you, Heavenly Father. Please. 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 Wash me. Wash me. Wash all my sins. Wash all my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. As I start this life, as I start this life, I break away from the past. I break away from the past. As you wash my sins, as you wash my sins, I am breaking free. I am breaking free from the past. From the past. From the world. From the world. From bad company. From bad company. From sinful living. From sinful living. And I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life of righteousness. Of righteousness. In you. In you. And for you. And for you, I thank you. I thank you, Father. Father, that I am born again. That I'm born again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Congratulations. Hallelujah. Congratulations. You've prayed a very special prayer. It's a special prayer. But a lot must be done. You need someone who will help you, teach you, guide you say that this is not good change this don't do this don't go here let's go to church let's pray stop this that's how to be a christian 
and you see the lady pastor in the yellow and the lady in the black who are waving their hands yes they are going to help you they are going to help you with all the help they can offer you so i want us to go right now let's go yes let's go clap your hands for them keep clapping your hands oh don't stop this is a very very special day for them keep clapping your hands take out your communion take out your communion special substance and once again your closeness to this bread must not lead to familiarity look at Leviticus 26 verse 26 The New Living Translation. Everybody, look at it. He said, I will destroy your food supply so that ten women will need only one oven to bake bread for their families. They will ration your food by weight. And though you have food to eat, you will not be satisfied. The King James it says, and they shall deliver you your bread again by weight. And you shall eat will never be satisfied listen to me very carefully everyone in this life don't depend on your bread <laughs> I don't know only three people are in the service are you here yes don't depend on your bread don't look for satisfaction from your salary from your mother's money from your degree from your beauty anything that is natural will never satisfy you there is this bread it's called the bread of life tonight anybody who is hungry 
You've eaten, but you are still hungry. You have a wife, but you are still hungry. You have a husband, you have money, you have a job, you have a child, but you are still hungry. I'm, I'm now recommending to you the bread of life, the living bread. That's the name of this cathedral, the living bread. And from today, you are going to depend on God's bread and not the bread that 10 women are using one oven to break, to bake. Lift your bread. Any area of your life where you are dissatisfied. Jesus. This bread. Not your bank account. This bread. Not the doctor's medicine. This bread. Not the injection. Thank God for doctors. But the healing will come from the bread of heaven. Yes. Father, as we eat, Jesus. we receive satisfaction. Amen. That even when we have little, because of this bread, we shall not have an unholy appetite Jesus. for useless things. Amen. Deliver us from betting with our little money. Amen. Deliver us from stealing. Amen. Deliver us from greed. Amen. Deliver us, Lord. Lord, we have seen it that the bread, the natural bread, doesn't satisfy. No amount of money. People steal money in billions. They are still stealing more. Because the bread that is the natural bread will never. The Bible says the one who loves silver will never be satisfied with silver. The one who loves a nation's money will never be satisfied with the country's money. But thank God that you and I have got the bread that satisfies. Yes, yes, yes. And say after me, the bread of heaven. The bread of heaven. It fills me. It fills me. It heals me. It heals me. It completes me. It completes me. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. This wine Jesus. represents your blood. Amen. Let it wash diseases. Amen. An angel has entered here to bless somebody. If you are the one, shout aloud, Amen. Amen. Oh. I said, an angel has entered here to bless somebody. Amen. Oh, this wine is about to heal someone. Amen. If you are the one, shout aloud, Amen. Amen. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Lift your two hands. So today, I'm dispatching you home. And the announcement is that you will not chase useless things. Amen. Oh. I said you will not follow things that will never satisfy you. Amen. Rather, 
Jesus. The bread you have eaten oh, is stirring up an appetite for Amen. God. I said, an appetite for God. Amen. An appetite for God. Amen. Receive it now. I receive it. Oh. Anyone here? That Satan has planned to entice you with earthly bread a woman's body a man's body money natural things your choices are based on natural things today I point my finger at you and I declare your deliverance from such deception receive deliverance now I receive it from today yes you will have little money but because of the bread jesus, of life jesus you shall be okay amen i said you shall be okay amen i said you shall be okay amen receive fulfillment i receive it receive satisfaction i receive it any area where you are falling short this bread is completing your life amen any area where you lack you look at your friends he has a lot of money but you don't have that money i'm saying to you that the bread you have eaten this bread yes i said this bread yes from today you will not have any appetite for that which does not belong to you lift your two hands your letter will be okay for you amen your letter will be okay for you amen you will choose little with holiness amen that match with curses oh. i bless your appetite amen any attempt of satan jesus to redirect your jesus. attention to a fruit Makata. that you must not touch Makata. a life you must not live hey. money you must not touch a man you must not touch a woman you must not touch i pronounce you delivered now amen i pronounce you free now amen any attempt of the devil to use drugs pornography betting wickedness deliverance to lure you with the mind that he is going to satisfy you with pornography i declare that you cannot be deceived amen i declare that god is enough for you amen i said god is enough for you amen and right now any enticing arrow there's someone here somebody has fired an arrow an arrow of lust an arrow of greed it is coming towards you it is coming towards you but by the power of God I deflect it from you now be free be free be free be free I take away unholy appetite from you wicked things amen you will not involve yourself Jesus. in wickedness Amen. to satisfy your soul. Amen. In lies. Oh, you will not involve yourself in sinful living. May the bread of life oh. be enough for you. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh.
And I pray for you. Yes. That from today, your decisions will be determined not by the quantity of money, but by the guidance of God and the guidance of His Word. May He visit you. Amen. May He visit you. Amen. May He provide for you. Amen. Receive the provision of God. May he give you what you don't oh, have. I receive it. Anybody lacking Professor, something. Professor. That because of that lack you are being tempted. I am praying for you now. Oh, that an angel Professor. is carrying that thing hey, and is supplying. Receive supernatural supply. Receive supernatural supply. Receive supernatural supply. Yes. David prayed and said, Don't let me be hungry. That I might steal. And take your name in vain. Neither let me have too much. Let me not have too much. That will be eat and full and talk like a fool. Lift your hands and receive. Say just enough. Say just enough. Say enough is enough. Say I am healed from greed. I am healed from greed. Unholy appetite. The little with God is enough. Clap your hands for Jesus. It's enough. Keep clapping your hands. It's enough. He will take care of you. I said he will supply. He will take care of you. Just trust him. Keep clapping your hands. He will take care of you. He will take care of you. I can't hear your hand clap at all. You may be seated as we close. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and on your favourite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.